Should we talk about um, landscaping because it's summer? Oh, yeah, we could do that. Mine is like in the toilet. <laughs> Mine is uh, on the back side of my house. It is terrible because we're just never back there. And it's just... Push record. I am. Oh, oh, you are. I'm, I I recorded everything you just said. <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you forgot. I was just like, we could actually talk about... Let's talk about landscaping because you said yours is terrible in the back and mine is like awful all the way around right now. Well, I did what you said as far as I had those dead evergreens and got those yanked out and replanted stuff so that looks nice on the one side good and the front of my house i think looks pretty great i have a lot of really pretty flowers and you know the big hostas fill it in hostas aren't my favorite but they're easy they fill it in i'm not saying they're ugly or anything they're just not they don't excite me yeah they excite me they do oh yeah they're my jam i do you know the varieties no, I don't know all their names. I know some of them. One of my favorite is Some in Substance, and it's a big. Um, I know some of them. Yeah. Okay. I've been seeing like I I I follow a gardening page on Facebook, which is funny because cool. I don't really garden, but sometimes I'll see tips that I'm like, oh, I should do that. I would totally I don't know. follow that. What is that? It's, um, Grow with Care from Care Eleven. Okay. And it's kind of fun because everybody would like post pictures of what they're doing or ask advice, and I don't know, it's fun. Um, so I don't really post on there. But there there are people talking about their hostas that are like this empress woo yeah. humongous. They're like eight feet wide. Yeah. Big leaves. Insane. Mm-hmm. And I then, don't know where I would want one of those, but it's pretty cool. In the back, in like an area that you don't want to put a bush that's shady. Right. You know, because my thing is, I have to be totally honest, I'm not really into the bush. I don't love... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm not. Do we have to put explicit <laughs> on this podcast? Yeah, I'm not into the like. I don't love the bushes everywhere. Oh <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I said that as a pun. It's a pun. All I, pun yo, I get it. I get it. I didn't know we were going there. Okay, we're not. <laughs> it's for real. Come look so, at my yard. <laughs> so my house is almost completely surrounded by hostas, which is great. And I have. I been thought looking you were going to say something else. I like to call them shrubs because I don't like the word bush. <laughs> Sounds so, like a personal love, problem. Right? So, um, <laughs> it's just something. To... I know. Now you're there. Uh, We're good. You don't like shrubs. I'm not a. You, you don't. No, I do like shrubs, like shrubs, but I like I flowering shrubs, and I would like to learn what flowers when because I always want. I want continuous color. Yeah. I like color. So I want continuous color. Um, and so I'm trying to find different shrubs to fill in a certain area of my landscaping with that. So here's a little bit about me is I've always had a green thumb. I got it from my grandma, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. My grandma Duchesne. And I worked at a nursery for about three years of really? my life. Yeah. So I could tell you all about shrubs and flowering shrubs and get you flowering from early May to into fall okay and if you wanted i should have consulted you first but i put um burning bushes on the side because i love them in the fall and i only know because my very first house had it and i was just beautiful loved it so Mm -hmm. i got three dwarf burning bushes yeah um so okay i'm glad that was a good choice yeah and then you could get the flowering spirea which is called the maiden veil which is the white one that flowers really a whole bunch of white flowers in the summer in the yep. early spring and stuff and you can just go from there yeah you know potentillas spireas um rosy barber like rosy glow barb berry bush that one's always a tongue twister for me it's something like that i'm a little out of my game but i mm-hmm. remember most of them you know and going back to why we're talking about 
shrubs Mm -hmm. is because I think shrubs look great, but I also believe you got to put them off the house a little bit and leave space between your house and the shrub. I keep wanting to say the other word. You can say the other word, but it's kind of like moist. Like for me, I just don't want to say either of those words. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's okay. We'll leave that. I think that uh, hostas have to stay moist and they have to be, they'll be, be, bigger yep and they like water um but and bushes can be dry yeah yeah for sure and that's what's nice about hostas too is like they're easy they're easy to split they're easy to grow and they will fill in if you have a lot of space yeah to fill in and if you can't grow anything else that's a good good spot to put if it's just brown dirt all the time throw a hosta garden in there super fine you know the other thing too i've noticed a ton of people picking up on is my and my grandma had this and i always remember on the north side was ferns all the Mm. way along her house and i was was like what but now i totally appreciate ferns because i looked at the back of my house and we were talking about how yours said the front looks good and the back is bad mine is like a hot mess all over for some Mm. reason right now (laughs) and there's a spot in the back that i don't have anything growing nothing will grow and i'm like oh my gosh it dawned on me i'm like I could plant my grandma's ferns in here and ferns have really taken off. Like people are using ferns at a lot of their pots. You notice that on their front porches. I have noticed. And I'm not, again, they just don't excite me because I want the flowers. Yeah, there's, well, and I've picked that up. You are Mm -hmm. definitely a color person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the front, I've got like impatience because it's in mostly shade. So like my front is just like all that because it's no brainer, easy. Easy. Mm -hmm. If it gets a little sun, it's not going to kill them, but you know, they're mostly in shade. So just pop out on my, my little uh, window boxes are just beautiful. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're great. Um, but ferns are fine, like you said. They're, they'll fill in. But I've got so many in like my backwoods uh-huh. that I'm like, if I really wanted to probably transplant them, I could. But I just don't. So I'll be over a there spot. with a shovel, sure, and you'll see me and be like, "What? Who is that?" Because <laughs> I don't have any ferns in my woods, and I need them in my backyard to well, cover. There up. you go. Oh. And then there's usually people going back to hostas that are trying to get rid of or ferns. split their hostas and their ferns. And you can usually find people really getting rid of them for free. So if like you don't have a big budget yeah. to landscape, Put you it- can usually find someone that's splitting up their hostas because they're getting too big and you can get them for free. Right. So do so we're talking about landscaping, right? Mm-hmm. And how to ho- make your home have more curb appeal. And just to like pinpoint why we're talking about this is because I actually have this happening right now and it happens often in the real estate market is sellers will come to me and they're like, beautiful home. I can think of one right off the top of my head. It was a 2018 5,000 square foot lake home. Beautiful, architecturally designed. It was like to the nines. They didn't put any money in their landscaping budget. None. Iota, zero. And we priced it where it should have sold, right? They did not get that. They got $150,000 less. $150,000 less. Now it's a lake home, so that's the difference. And you're going to have like, how do I say it? It's like um, relative, right? Mm -hmm. So my, my point is landscaping does add value to your home. No, you can't say I put 50,000 in, it's worth 50,000 more. You landscaped homes will sell faster, they will sell for more money and they will sell well. Landscape homes that are not landscaped, that consumer will put a huge dollar amount on it because landscaping is really feared. 
you know, people start to think you got to move dirt, you need mm-hmm. an excavator, you need this, 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 and you just said it. You can go get plants for free. But if you don't have the ability to find plants for free, don't know where to start, you're going to go to the gro- you're going to go to the grocery store. <laughs> well, <laughs> clearly I go to the plant, like the nursery and for my food. <laughs> but you're going to go to the nursery and drop big money on plants. Right. And you like you said, you have to have the foundation where the plants are going to go. You still <laughs> have to have a landscape design and layout yeah, and figure need... out what you're going to do to surround your house. Yeah, and let's just say it's a dirty area that doesn't need terracing, but you need edging. That either means you have to go get an edger, you have to buy edging, or you have to shovel and get that in. And a lot of people don't have that ability. Mm-hmm. So having a your home landscaped, if you have a little bit of ability, have a dad, a brother, or a cousin, a friend, anybody that can help you, and then go on Facebook, go on those marketplaces, go wherever, and s- in search of plants. like. And you have a lot of people, like you're part of that gardening page. You have a lot of people that are just plant junkies, which I am. And they're like, I'll split them for five bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's a huge deal. Right, right. You can go to farmer's markets. You can go mm-hmm. to a lot of places and find them for free or go on Facebook Marketplace. And um, you can usually find a deal. But what I... So I want to know what your opinion is on mulch versus rock. Uh, um, I prefer mulch because yep. I like refreshing it. I like the ability that it can change. Um, I think it's easier to keep the weeds down in mulch. They pull out easier because you're always going to get a little bit of weeds in your landscaping. Mm-hmm. But rock is pretty classic. I'm not a big fan of rock because it's so much to... Um, maintain. You st- still have to weed it a little bit. You still have to spray it a little bit. And eventually your t- your ground sinks over time. So you need to peel back your liner and add dirt after mm-hmm. like 10 and 15 years. I see that a lot. And it's like, now you got to dig all that rock out. The other thing about rock is it dates, mm-hmm. you know, because like white lava, ro- lava rock was in, white rock was in, and then it was tan rock. And then it's now, I think, natural river stone. And don't get me wrong. I think it's beautiful when it's new. Mm-hmm. And I think it's beautiful for a little while while it's, it. but once it, it it's out of style, it's out of style. And I it know. is a bear to get back out. I mean, and like you're saying, it is so, I mean, mulch can be a pain, yeah. but it's not heavy rock. No, and if the color changes, so it used to be red and do not do red mulch. Come on, I hate that color. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to everybody who did it. I didn't mean that mean towards you. If you love it, that's fine. But it is so, like, I feel like the red mulch just looks so cheap. And now they have black and now yes. they have dark brown and they have to and they have cedar natural. And you know what? If the color changes, if it shifts, if red comes back in, it is nothing mm-hmm. to pour red mulch over the top of cedar mulch. And nobody would know the difference. Nobody and you can refresh cares, it yeah. in a second. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just, you know, some people have so much to mulch that yeah. it does. You just got to get a truckload and just know you're going to do that and plant it every year. Yep. So I, I bought a house that, you know, it has rock mm-hmm. and I don't mind it but i don't yeah. love it like prob- i'm just dealing with it because it would be so much much of a task to redo but i actually if i could redo it it wouldn't even be mulch i would take everything out and i would like concrete all the way around <laughs> almost everything not like i'd still want plants but i might put them in pots but because our um landscape area goes below our front porch and below our back deck it's a pain. There's so many leaves that blow in and critters that can get under there and all of that. And I'd love to make it just like a place that you could store stuff and hide it and 
easy to clean. Just spray right. it clean and it's done. And done. That would look really nice and clean. And that's a cool idea. It's talking about critters that like made a full circle in my head while you said that is I had to get the biggest leopard frog out of the window well the other day. And I thought of your husband. <laughs> He is scared of frogs. I should have taken a picture and given it to him. The thing was bigger than my hand, and I have huge hands. Oh, my God. And I had it was in this window. Well. It was like a five-foot <laughs> window. Well. I looked down, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Why am I a good person? Because I don't want to get that frog out of there. He's My husband's loving our this little neighbor boy um, that keeps coming over into our window well and showing him all the little froggies that we have. And my husband's like, great. Thanks. Thanks. See you later. Like, get away from me. And one got into our utility room the other day. Um, <laughs> Critter. And I shouldn't have told him that it was inside our house because he was like, didn't sleep for days. We have to, we have to move. <laughs> like, no, we don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I would. I would love to do concrete out there. I mean, we just, we live in a wooded kind of area and there's a lot of creatures. There's squirrels that are. <laughs> They're wrecking my front steps, and I'm so mad about it, and I they don't know chew. how to stop. What are they doing? They're chewing the edges of my wood steps. front steps. Why? Right. Why? Why there? I've noticed that this year. Are You know what? Do you need to feed them something? Are they short on calcium? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I have switched my bird seed to one that I know that mammals don't like as much, my mom told me, because we had a bear in our neighborhood, and we've had so many raccoons and squirrels and all of that. That I was like, well, I'd like to feed the birds. Yes. But it's safflower. It's the all white yeah. bird seed. And I still get really nice birds, but I get far less critters. So I don't know if they're so hungry, but I shouldn't have to feed them. There's plenty of stuff out there for them to eat. But should I? Well, you can say it. I don't know if too many people like care. Only the NRA. Papa squirrel. <laughs> only the, I was going to say you got to take care of them in the sense. The only the only one that I told my husband, though, he was like, oh, my God, there's raccoons. We should go shoot them. But it was like babies. And I said, no, you can't. Not in front of me and the kids. No, I don't want to see it. But <laughs> if I that, saw a big, ugly one and it was going to get in my trash, yeah. Now the NRA wants to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your sponsorship. <laughs> it's fine. You know, it's like I, I'm a... I'm, uh, nature and animal lover but if they're wrecking your stuff yeah mm -mm. like that's exactly it so i love animals and like i just said i jumped in a window well i was in professional dress because i saw this huge leopard frog and i'm like if it stays in there it's gonna die and it was yeah. big. It was literally the biggest leopard frog I have ever seen. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, no. And all of it ran through my head because I'm not a frog lover. I can deal with it. But yeah, I'm, right. Same. It's not a phobia. But I don't love them jumping. And then when you're going to grab them, they like jump towards you and jump on your foot. And you're like, Ugh. Well, and and the thought, huge ones are disgusting. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. I'm like, this big thing is going to jump at my face. <laughs> so I had to like emotionally prepare myself. Go down there. I was like, do I take my heels off? Do I climb in the window well with my heels? Because I was like, I don't want to step on it if, if it jumps under my foot when I'm going, I'm like, oh, all this process. I was like, just get in the window and grab it. And then I'd like go down there and I'm like, oh, don't move. I found gloves. <laughs> grab them with gloves. And then I- You did? Yeah. I carried gloves and tennis shoes in my car, but for some reason I didn't think to put the tennis shoes on. I just thought to put the gloves on. Why are you doing that to just purposely get rid of critters or just for any situation that might come up that you would need gloves and tennis shoes? Yep. That's legit. I have situations that come up often <laughs> that I need gloves and tennis shoes. For real. Okay. I gotta run, man. <laughs> but also and not leave any fingerprints. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um let's talk about the second amendment. <laughs>
let's not. Right? Um, I don't. Um, but I, the, you could maybe weigh in on this, but I always thought if animals did something and wrecked something on your home, that insurance would cover it. Um, but I heard that that happened to someone like squirrels got in and just did yeah. major damage and insurance did not cover it. It was like a natural event, like a weather disaster would be, but animals, no. Yeah, you probably have to have a rider for that. Oh, so that's why I'm saying, it's like, I'm not trying to be mean to animals, but I, I'm you have not to protect messing around property. when it's my home. Yep. You have to protect your property. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. <coughs> so going, I got a couple comments on that. First, to finish the frog story, I jump yeah. in and grab this frog and I flung it out of the window well so far. I think I almost killed it. And I was like, uh. oh no, that didn't like defeated the purpose, but it went flying. And I looked at it. I was like, you're still alive, right? And I like get out of the window well really quick and it hops away. I was like, Ugh. and then I ran. <laughs> and, and talking about squirrels and insurance, here is something I just learned. And I think every consumer needs to know this. I was told, and you should verify with your insurance company, so I think everybody listening, and I think people need to spread the word, you should call your insurance company and say, hey, if I have multiple storms, multiple days, and I report all the storms for my damage on my house, do I have to pay multiple deductibles? My neighbor, I was just talking to her because I've have hail damage. She has hail damage. We had hail three times. We were right by that tornado in Florida yeah. and we had mega hail, but we had had, we have literally had every storm come through. And I said, we've had hail this many times, every time, you know, whatever. And she goes, my insurance man said, we need to pick one day and report it as the damage. Because if you pick, if you say it was this day, this day, and this day, you have to pay a deductible for each event. I believe that's probably true. And, but if, all of them have happened. Like, can't you just pick a day? And you this, pick the last like, one and right. say all the damage happened here, you know? I mean, you're not trying to be fraudulent. You're just no. saying, like, why pay three different deductibles? Because you don't know which one happened which day. Yeah. But I, I know I've just had little stuff like even my um, windshield on my car, if it cracks, they're like, you just have to pick a day. I'm like, I don't know what happened. Like, three weeks ago, we got to pick a day. I'm like, Okay. Right. But if you would say like I was driving behind a truck and it chipped it and yes. then later it did this. The big made, crack where yeah. it could have been fixed and now it's a replacement. Now it's just yeah the one. We had to just pick one day. Yeah. Right. So but I've never been told that. And I thought, oh, my gosh, because I'm super honest. I'm like, well, there was a storm this day and then this day. And if you weren't if you weren't educated, you could easily get yourself into multiple deductibles. Oh, and that yeah. would stink. Yeah, that would stink. Yeah. Uh, back to landscaping. And squirrels and frogs uh, and the NRA. We had a... <laughs> it was funny. Um, I don't know if it was the battery was dead because my, uh, my husband let my son drive our riding lawnmower, which isn't fancy. It's like way old John Deere. And he left it on or something. So I think the battery drained. So then all of a sudden, our, all of our neighbors came over and mowed our lawn one time. And it was really funny. And it was like they were having lawnmower wars. Yeah. And they're like, no, you got to cut on the diagonal. No, you got to do this. You got to do that. But they all have like those zero turn mm -hmm. mowers. We do not have that. And so it's just funny that keeping up with the Joneses on the lawn and the landscaping can really happen in your neighborhood. It's oh, insane. Yeah. And and why we are talking about this is because it does truly affect your value. Mm -hmm. Like, ultimately, if you have a nice neighborhood, you have to keep up with it, right? You don't yeah. want to be the house that they drive by and they're like, whoa. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> the foxes live there. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> Looks like there might be a lot of snakes over there. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And Looks the consumer sketchy. puts a huge value mm-hmm. on the littlest things, like mm-hmm. a big value. So landscaping, is it's a great time to do it right mm-hmm. now. And go do it for cheap. You know, take your time, find edging on, you know, clearance, find whatever, and do it. Because if you're planning on selling next year, preparing for selling this fall... That makes a big difference. No, and you and so people also ask me, they're like, do I need to put in bushes? Do I need to put in shrubs? Do I need to? And you know what? You really don't. There's a saying that contractors give say to me is two partridges and a pear tree. And what it means is two bushes and a tree is typically what they plant for new construction. Mm. So if you want to say, I got to put something in here, two shrubs and a tree in the front yard, like a little tree, if you want to do that. Otherwise, I'm an advocate. I love plants, but it's cool to just edge it, put mulch or rock in Mm -hmm. and call it good. And you can do pots. So then you're not planting in the ground and having to deal with it all the time and make a major decision. But the other thing is, um, and especially since you mentioned storms, is getting your trees taken care of, whether you do it yourself or get a tree service, because that could be something that's going to be a potential damage to your home or your property. If it falls, it could hurt somebody. And we had a tree fall. It wasn't in one of the major storms. All of a sudden, it was just a weird wind came up and our biggest front yard tree just came crashing down we're so lucky it didn't hit anybody. We had a neighbor that was there with his four-wheeler four minutes before it fell. And he got home, and his backyard is to ours, and he's like, we heard a big crack. And I said, yeah, it was exactly where you and your four-wheeler were four minutes ago. And it was rotten inside, and how would you know? It just happened to be the mm-hmm. wind took it. Well, now we've got the stump. So we've oh. taken care of the tree, but now we got this stupid stump in the middle of the front mm-hmm. yard that we got to take care of. So it's just like all that little stuff that you got to figure out how to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. All, all of our neighbors are like, just burn the stump. I'm like, is that what you're supposed to do? I don't know. So I've done all those. Of course I have, right? Of course you have. <laughs> so I've ground Hard out a working stump. Hardworking Minnesota farm girl. She's done it all. So I've burned a stump. I've rotted out a stump. I've ground out a stump. And I will tell you, if you burn out a stump, that's totally fine. You got to drill holes in it. You pour the stump killer in it. Uh-huh. Let it rot and then burn it the next year. It's great. It's great. And it's super cheap. But you don't realize that there is like a huge tree trunkish root. So like... Right above when you cut off the stump, essentially flip that upside down and know that that tree goes in the ground about that far with that amount of girth, mm-hmm. right? And then you got roots all over. You get a huge hole that burns this out. This might be the dirtiest podcast we've ever done. Now you're talking about girth. <laughs> I'm 11. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. If my son was here. He'd think the same thing. Um. Yeah, yeah you do have to realize the the underground whole system you're trying to deal with yeah i thought it was great it was way cheaper Mm -hmm. i was like this is great and i like had a smoke fire for like it smoked for like three or four days so i was like okay once it got all burned out i was like oh gosh like now you have to fill the hole Mm -hmm. and you still have all those root canals that have like will sink in and it like does sink in and settle and then you gotta yeah i don't know i was like you figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I would know. say grinding. Grinding. Grinding is probably a better. <laughs> now we're talking about grinding. Don't do hand motions <laughs> like that. I can't stay serious. Stump grinding is probably the best route to go. <laughs> I would say because it fills the hole right away. Oh, For real. For real. <laughs> okay. Anything else we should talk about? 
Landscaping. landscaping. Why landscaping is so valuable. Don't you think um, most local nurseries um, and places that would sell plants, they can help advise you even usually. What they're area? not going to do a huge design, Mm-mm. but I would think that they would probably advise you if you go, oh, here's a picture of like the side of my house. It kind of is shady it, or I have this place. They'll probably help you figure out what to put there. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think Colorful Seasons in town is great. Mm-hmm. Not to knock anybody else, but I've had super, super good luck with them. Absolutely. Yes. There's so many good ones and I've gone to Colorful Seasons mm-hmm. many times. So mm-hmm. yeah, that would be a good way to go. Just ask experts, get some opinions, find some ways to do it for cheap, but definitely put some time and effort into it because yeah. it makes a difference. It's worth it. If uh, people want to sell their home faster, find out more about you, Joe, and Real Estate by Joe, how do they find you? Online, www.realestatebyjoejo.com. We're also in Glenwood and downtown by Big Ole in the brewery. As always, we sell faster, hardworking Minnesota farm girl. She doesn't beat around the bush. No. (laughs) (laughs) To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot